welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the Wickedly Smart Women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today we welcome our very special guest, Lori A. Andrus. Lori is the founder of the Crystal Shaman School, a practitioner of crystal shamanism, and a soulful traveler. She artfully blends ancient wisdom traditions with crystal insight to create practical and breakthrough lifestyle applications, supporting individuals in recreating their life. And Lori is a deep personal ally, strategic partner, friend, medicine sister, and is directly responsible for the Wickedly Smart Women podcast being born because when the idea, when the seed came in, when the inspiration came in, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And uh, she just kept blowing on the, the little spark. Like when, when we start a fire and we have all that little duff inside the fire that we put the little spark in, she just kept gently like blowing on that spark, blowing on that spark, blowing on that spark until it became clear that it was like, oh my God, yes, I do need to do Wickedly Smart Women podcast. And it is time to do that. And now I'm like, Yay! I'm so glad that she was able to literally midwife me into birthing this. And so, Lori, thank you so much and welcome, welcome, welcome to Wickedly Smart Women. It is an honor and a deep pleasure to have you here. Mm, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, my beautiful friend. I'm so excited to be here and I'm so excited to be a part of one of the episodes to be interviewed for Wickedly Smart Women. I remember that like when that spark began and that beautiful process that we we like you know sank into and it's so exciting to see this alive and doing well and rocking and nourishing amazing women around the world. So yeah. big bow to you. Yeah, yeah, well, and I want everybody to listen carefully to Lori's voice because <laughs> you may recognize it in the show intro, the show middle, and the show outro. That is the lovely Lori A. Andrus, who is, besides me, the other voice of this podcast. And so uh, not only did she help with the birthing of it, but she also contributed her own voice to bringing it into the world. And uh, so thank you again for that as well, mm-hmm. Lori. I want to talk about you today, though. Thank you again, obviously, for being here and on this podcast and being so much a part of it. But the purpose of today's time together is really to talk about you and to you. And what I really want to bring to our listeners here is not only the value of being wickedly smart, 
but also the depth and importance of being wickedly wise. And you are one of the few people that I literally can count on maybe one hand, maybe one and a half hands that I personally feel safe with and I feel seen by and I feel meets me at the same level of wisdom that I carry. And so I'd love to have you give us a little bit of your journey into becoming not only a wickedly smart woman, but a wickedly wise one as well. Mm, thank you. Whew, you just really tapped into my heart there <sighs> as you as you open that up. Thank you. You know, this whole gosh, <laughs> it's like where to start, right? <laughs> and you know, Emerald, you know so much about my journey, so many different aspects of it. And I think the piece that really came forward when you talked about the intro and the outro and, and stuff like that. I actually feel like voice has been a central part of this journey of embracing my own truth and allowing it to come through and to be expressed and it to be shared. And as a child, I think I was always really tapped in and, and connected spiritually, but like a lot of children, I experienced some traumatic events and some experiences where I consciously chose to silence myself. And the ripple of that choice throughout my life, I can't even begin to explain how far that rippled. That choice of silencing myself, that choice of denying my own truth, and the many, many ways that that rippled. And I, when I was in school, I could see that come through. It was easy for me to show up, and I was I was in theater. I was in um, as a cheerleader. You know, I was able to perform, but I wasn't able to find that place of allowing myself to speak to what was deep within me. So instead, I was able to share and speak from a place of imitation and speak from a place of what I had learned and a place of knowledge and a place of somebody else's teachings. But the deep, deep truths that I knew were within myself, I, I didn't know how to pull those out and, and give them voice and allow them to be expressed. And I think, you know, as I went on, you know, life journey, I'm really grateful that I found one energy medicine and two shamanism, which led me to meeting you. Beautiful connection there. And that journey through the shamanic path of doing deep inner healing, allowing myself to go back to the part of myself that I denied as a little girl when I denied my own truth and call that back in so many layers and allow that to come forward and allow my voice of wisdom to be expressed through, you know, to be expressed, to be, to be shared, potent and powerful. It's really, I'm, I'm kind of marveling at the intertwinement of um, that piece of voice that <laughs> that's such a big part and wisdom and the expression of that. And I, I think a lot of us, you know, and perhaps there's some listeners who are um, listening to this and having the awareness that there is an aspect within themselves that is incredibly wise, that is incredibly tapped in and deeply spiritual and um, has an intuitive connection or relationship 
and they're aware that they're having difficulty <laughs> expressing that, I really encourage you. It's like, it's like your responsibility to take the journey within to do that healing piece so that you can express your wisdom because the world really needs it. And I think that's you know what this whole podcast is about. How can we tap into that inner wisdom, that, that inner smart, and allow that to really come forward in our lives? So. Beautiful. You know, I think what I want to really highlight here for the listeners that came out of what you just said is you were able to perform, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we think about smartness versus wisdom, smartness is inculcated into us as a, a cultural societal conditioning, like go to school, get all A's, do the thing, yeah. study, you know, regurgitate what you've learned so that you can get the grades. And it's like this shell that gets installed over us in some way. Yeah. And it's almost like a badge that we wear of like, I'm smart, I'm smart. And so kind of tongue in cheek, I've put together wickedly smart women because we are actually smart, but we also have wisdom. And I love how you express that there's a difference between performance and authentic expression. Yeah. And, you know, the voice, of course, being that place between the head and the heart. Because mm -hmm. for me, and I'm sure this is the case for you as well, wisdom comes up from the heart mm -hmm. rather yeah. than like smart than knowledge down. comes right. down from the head. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah. what I want to hear now, Lori, is, you know, you have dedicated your life to being a wisdom expresser at this point. You've dedicated your life to helping other people to dissolve that shell to a certain extent and to have access to their wisdom. And so what I see you as is as I see you as a leader who talks your walk and you walk your talk. And so what I'd like to ask you is how has that been for you? What has been the you know, maybe the struggles that you went through to be able to walk the talk and, and talk the walk, or maybe the practices that you might use to help maintain your commitment to yourself is what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, that's just a beautiful question. And I, the thing that's actually coming forward is my, my family relationship. Um, I have a really dynamic, amazing family, and they have a very clear system, a very clear system. <laughs> um, I grew up with the phrase, a family that prays together stays together, which implied that we all held the same religious beliefs. And we, as a family, had, you know, huge family prayer groups. And, and when I say family, I'm talking about my immediate family through my extended family. And then uh, the family friends that were, you know, like adopted family. <laughs> we really like, this connection of this spiritual bond and, um, you know, everyone showing up and, and, you know, kind of holding the same way of living life was one of the greatest challenges for me to confront in really coming into my own truth, in owning my wisdom, in owning the path that I'm, I'm here to walk and the work that I'm here to do. And in some ways, I feel like it maybe would have been easy for me to have said, okay, I'm done with you. I walk away completely in, you know, in some ways. And at the same time, 
there's an element of really wanting to honor and be in relationship and be harmonious. And so for me, the dance was figuring out how can I be authentic? How can I be in my truth? How can I walk in my wisdom and still honor my family and, and the dynamic that's present there and, and not get lost in either place, not separate from one or another. And that really has been like a central theme in my journey and a central theme in my own personal healing and, you know, shedding of past and letting things go and, and getting fierce in my own boundaries, finding the courage to, to be able to say, hey, I know you guys are having this gathering. I know that, you know, there's a religious piece that's really important to you. I won't be there for that, but I will be there for this next bit. Or recently, for example, my parents, they just celebrated their, 30, their 49th, oh my goodness, <laughs> 49th anniversary. And uh, my mom was asking about how can we celebrate this? What can we do? And, and she really was looking for something on the weekend. And my husband and I had another commitment and we were kind of tossing out different things. And, and I just kind of, I said, I said, well, what would you like? And she goes, I'd, I think I'd like a ceremony. And I'm like, well, like what? And she asked me to step into my role as shaman and hold a ceremony for her. And when we really like unfolded, how does this want to show up? How do we want to experience this? It became a really intimate day where it was my mom and my dad and me and the three of us like sat down and we sank into ceremony. And then in the late afternoon, my brother came over and he hung out with us and he became a part of it. It was just, it was so beautiful and so mutually honoring. And I think that mutually honoring aspect is the dance that we get to do as we're finding who we are and like really rising into our wisdom, standing in that and um, allowing that to be seen in the world. Beautiful. I love that. I love that mutual honoring. And this is where we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk more about that. Right now, though, Wickedly Smart Women, we do need your help. Will you mutually honor us? Because if you're enjoying this show and want us to stay on the air, we would love to ask you to consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. We'd also like to ask you to share with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. Help a gal out and let your sisters, mothers, daughters, friends, and colleagues know about the show so we can serve them too. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We've got multiple five-star reviews and I think 35 written reviews already, and we've only got six episodes aired at the time I'm recording this with Lori, and we are downloading in 13 countries. So. Today, I want to shout out to our listeners in Ecuador. I'm going to shout out to our listeners in Ecuador because they're on the list. And we will be right back with Lori A. Andrus. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Women, are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman? Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world? 
Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank. Please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application. And we are back with Lori Andrus. And Lori, as I mentioned at the opening, is the founder of the Crystal Shaman School. You can find out more about her and her amazing work at lauriaandrus.com. And we will put that in the show notes. Please make sure if you're listening and you don't get access to the show notes for some reason, that you know there's two A's in there. So it's L-O-R-I-A-A-N-D-R-U-S.com. And Lori, let's talk about this mutual honoring that you mentioned before we went to the break, how beautiful it is that you are able to be in relationship and set clear boundaries where you stand for yourself in a way that still allows for others to show up and stand for themselves. I think that's such a sign of not only wisdom, but immense emotional maturity. And one of the things that you and I've worked on in our strategic alliance with one another, a lot of times we're working together. We have actually a monthly meeting with each other. Lori's helped me with emotional mastery, and I've supported her in a number of ways as well. So I'd love to have you talk about what a really, truly, mutually beneficial relationship looks like and how your work actually helps people to peel away the things that are in the way of creating mutually beneficial relationships, even when belief systems are not in alignment. Mm, Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I think that's something I'm continuing to learn and refine and understand and integrate. And I think um, in my own journey, I needed to go through many, 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 a ridiculous number of experiences where I was in relationships with individuals that were not mutually honoring. And I think very often that's one of the things that happens. We, we learn our wisdom through the challenge and discomfort is a wise teacher. I think that's Carolyn Mace says that. I, I came across that quote recently. Discomfort is a wise teacher. And, you know, often we meet people and we connect and we think, oh my goodness, this is amazing. And then all of a sudden we recognize there's an imbalance in the relationship and, and we're not holding in some way bending in, in a way that's out of a alignment with who we are, with our truth, with our, with what's important to us, with what's our values. And that happens really, really quickly. And if we're tuning in, if we're listening, if we're tapping into our emotional selves, allowing ourselves to recognize where maybe we're feeling a little frustration or disappointment or a little sadness around some aspect. If we can give those pieces of voice, we can course correct a lot more quickly and bring the relationships into a place of you know, beautiful balance. Earlier today, I was thinking about um, I was thinking about a specific relationship, and I was thinking about well, I was actually thinking about money, but 
<laughs> Another topic. I was thinking about how when there's something we value, it's easy to say yes. When we when we recognize that there's something that we would enjoy doing, people we would enjoy doing it with, it's easy for us to say yes. It's easy for us to come up with the money that we need to do it. You know, whether it's $10, $50, $1,000, you know, $10,000 or more. And um, there's this piece that comes into alignment within. But the thing that I was thinking about was um, we have this really amazing neighborhood. The community here has developed over the past, I don't know, seven to 10 years where we're really, we're tight, we're connected, we hang out. And initially, we all had certain things that we wanted to do. And then I started to realize that, oh, you know, I'm drinking a lot more than I used to drink. Ooh, my diet really doesn't reflect what's important to me and, you know, what I value and how I want to regard my body. And, ooh, we're spending a little bit more money on things that aren't in alignment, like going out on an evening and, yeah, just a couple different things that were popping into my mind. And what I realized was that I was starting to show up in the group, not as myself. I was starting to show up in ways that just didn't match me. And I began to just kind of pull back and reflect on what is it that I want to bring into this community and how can I be in honoring of me while also honoring them, like honoring the social aspect, honoring that we have, you know, these evening gatherings and they're fun and, and also honoring my work and how I'm going to feel the next day. And so I began shifting to, oh, instead of having a mojito, I'm going to have kombucha or, you know, something different. And they're, they're subtle little things. And also being able to say, hey, tonight I can't hang out. I've got a call or I'm preparing because tomorrow's video day and I, I film all day. So there's this like dance that I started to recognize about what I needed to do to really nourish me and also be respectful of and, and love, like keep contributing that love into this amazing community that I live in. It's really pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. So, so what I heard in there, Lori, is something that I call pretzeling. <laughs> um, which I think women are, we are conditioned to uh, suppress ourselves in favor of keeping the peace in the larger group. And what's beautiful is you are modeling as a leader here for the listeners, the capacity to, first of all, catch yourself in that, right? Because awareness is healing. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, to not shame yourself or punish yourself in any way, but to get back to your own center and make new choices that allow you to still honor yourself and continue to participate in the community. So that's super powerful. And I'm really glad that you brought it to the table because I think it's a very common thing for all of us, even the smartest of us, mm -hmm. to pretzel ourselves in some way to fit in or to avoid standing out. And, and I think it's when we are leaders, and I definitely consider you a leader as the founder of the Crystal Shaman School, you're clearly in a leadership role, you're a CEO of your own business. As a leader, we actually have the capacity to influence people by either you know, slipping in and conforming to their behavior or by standing out, not a whole, doesn't even have to be a whole lot, but 
in such a way that we're like, oh, I'm having kombucha instead of mojitos, someone may notice that and may start asking about, well, you know, why are you doing that? And then you have the opening to actually lead them into a conversation of self-care of your own body and being in right relationship and all of those things. So beautiful, beautiful piece there. We don't have a whole lot of time left. So what I want to do is I want to ask you in this final question, I want to ask you about specifically I'm being shown to ask you about asking for help. Because I think a lot of people also, you know, don't think about asking for help. And so when when you are working with people in the Crystal Shaman School, a lot of times they're going into a, an experience that's the unknown in a lot of ways. And that's a place where we need even more help. And, you know, whether you're starting your own business or whether you're becoming initiated in the shamanic path or whatever it is when, when we're looking at the unknown, can you talk a little bit about asking for help and investing to get help so that we can make these rites of passage more joyful and uh, less prone to suffering? Yeah. You know, I think um, the first thing that's jumping out is that I think as a culture, we have come to this place of valuing self-sufficiency to the point where it is a really big issue and that it has actually become a dysfunction and in some ways almost disabling. And, And I don't say that lightly, but I say it from the place of knowing how I have I have gone through this process of not knowing how to ask for help. And I think this is one of the places where, you know, in, in Crystal Shaman School, I see individuals come in and, you know, they're very, they're very motivated. They're ready to dive in. They're ready to go forward. And, you know, I think actually there's a, there's somebody shared something with me within the program about how, I could see she was struggling and she had um, she had a session that she could utilize with me and I was encouraging her to use the session and she replied with saying, but I might need that later. And I said, if you don't use it now, you may not get to later. And this is where we don't recognize that we need to welcome that support and it's, it was interesting, um, that dance. And, you know, I see this with individuals and I see this with clients. I see, I've seen this, I've done it myself. Um, but this dance of how do we, we have this need within ourselves, this value of being independent, this value of being able to figure it out, this to such a level that we, we miss, we actually, we actually hold ourselves back. We actually stop ourselves from moving forward. And I think this is one of the things that if we really want to move forward in our lives, if we really want to experience transformation, if we have a vision in our mind that we want to create in our lives, we absolutely need support. We need to be able to lean into people who have taken that journey and allow them to open up the doorways, not because they're going to walk it for us or tell us what to do, but because internally we have this wise, energetic self that needs to be unlocked and they have the key. And that key is amazing. Yeah. So, you know, as you're, as you're listening, as you're thinking about where you're stuck in your life, 
let yourself just tap into how can I get a little bit of support? And that support can be as simple, like right away, start with a prayer, start with an intention, ask Ask God, Spirit, Universe, guide me to the person, to the, the program, to the place, to the, the connection that can open that up. And that simple, that simple act of making that call to the universe, honestly, it, it makes such a big ripple that it really opens the door. Beautiful, beautiful. I love you and thank you for supporting you. me and for supporting all the Wickedly Smart Women around the world who get to hear Wickedly Smart Women podcasts because I was willing to ask for help and get support from you. And I'm really grateful that you launched Crystal Shaman School, which I know that you asked me for support to help get that off the ground. So we have a mutually beneficial, supportive, loving relationship with one another, and we have to go now, but maybe we'll have you come back on the show again some other time, maybe the hundredth show or something. So listeners, we love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of this show by calling into our listener line at 540-402-0043, extension 4343, or send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.